Hello and welcome to another episode of the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. I am your host, Diego Crespo. With me I have... Gina Verso. Just kidding, I have no one. Get out of here. Uh, Go away. Bastard. Okay. No, it's, it's Gene and Diego and we're back and talking about movies and such. Yeah. That little tune you just heard was from our friend Justin Faustinos. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Justin. Uh, he's at Arius Mark on Instagram. Mm -hmm. A-R-I-A-S underscore... Mark, M-A-R-K. Yeah. So give him a follow. He's a good friend of ours mm -hmm. and makes fantastic music. So right. And it's cool to have a theme now, too. Yes, it, feels, it just feels right, yeah. you know? So, yeah, thank you for that, Justin. Um, we have quite a few topics to cover today. Uh, the first one is actually quite tragic. Uh, we lost Bill Paxton. I know. Uh, from Aliens, Near Dark, True Lies, Fred every Fred James Predator Cameron too. movie. Predator 2, yeah. Um, the only actor to ever been killed by Alien, a Predator, and a Terminator. Mm. So, you know, that just lets you know how, how yeah. much of a legend this character actor truly was. Mm. And, then, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't that old either. He was like 60, you know. I mean, it was just like complications from surgery. Yeah, it, uh, it's, a, it's really a bummer. I mean, what, yeah. a, what a guy. And apparently he was just like the nicest mm -hmm. uh, yeah. person you could talk to. I think I was listening to the Mark... Baron podcast, uh, he, and he did it like a week before his death too. Wow! And like, yeah, he just seemed like a really down to earth dude, and you know, it's just yeah. I mean, I'm gonna miss him. Won't have him anymore. Movies. Uh, what's your favorite film from him? Uh, Do you have any, or just whatever comes to mind? It's hard to pick a favorite one, but I think in Near Dark. Okay. It's it's very different for him, but still very Bill Paxton. -y. You know, he's got your Bill Paxtonisms, where it's right. it's not over the top and it's not cheesy. He's just clearly having a ball with it, and yeah. he's so good at these character genre performances in these genre movies, where mm -hmm. it's it's infectious. You know, like he's having fun, you're having fun, everyone's having fun. Like there's no movie where you're like, I didn't like Bill Paxton in that role, or I wish he wasn't there. Yeah. You know, and that guy could do everything. He was a Nightcrawler, mm -hmm. Edge of Tomorrow. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I really liked him in Age of Tomorrow, Edge, Edge of Tomorrow, um, because, you know, he just kind of, uh, disappears into that role, you almost forget it's Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that was really great. Um, Aliens, he's great. Oh, yeah, Aliens, the, the classic Game Over line. Game Over. Game Over Man. And then, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, um, in the, the back half of the first season, he's yeah. the, the main villain. Garrett. Yeah, I mean, uh, and he's just, of course, Bill Paxton it up, too, where he's just mm -hmm. full-on, like... Like, perfect for a comic book villain, I think. Right, like, yeah. It's really elevated uh, what was already uh, turning into a pretty good show by that point. And, mm. yeah, he was he was always a wonderful presence on screen. And um, it's a bummer that we, we lost him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Game over. Yeah, well, um, uh, I saw a really heartfelt tweet about, uh, what's that line in Aliens? Like, express elevator to hell going down. Like, oh, he's on an express elevator to heaven going up. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah, we're going to miss him. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, on to our regularly scheduled stuff. We're talking Oscars, uh, awards, and if you watched the Oscars, it was it was boring and then it was wild. So <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely talk about yeah. that. Um, to put it lightly. Yeah, uh, yeah, but really quick, let's break down some movie news. The Raid is being directed by Gareth, no, excuse me, Joe Carnahan. Uh, Gareth uh, Evans, the original director of The Raid and The Raid 2. Yeah. Uh, has given his blessing and is producing it alongside them. Right, the remake of The Raid. Yeah, and originally that wasn't going to happen with the remake of The Raid, I believe. Yeah. And so, like, they discussed with him, like, their ideas, uh, Joe Carnahan and Frank Grillo, and he's on board with it. So the question becomes, does The Raid... Not so much as does The Raid need a remake, uh, should we be open to it? Right. Gene... Uh, I'll go into my Joe Carnahanisms later, but what do you think about this? Um, yeah, yeah, I think it, I think it um, deserves like a remake, you know. Um, I don't think it'll be the original, but like, I mean, if it has everyone involved saying, you know, that's cool, um, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, you know. Yeah. That's fine with me. I mean, if it's fine with them, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. I'm uh I'm a very big fan of the Raid and the Raid Two. I think those are some of the best action movies, like, period. Right. And then Joe Carnahan has made some of my favorite movies, period, as well. Uh, the period. Gray. 
Period. <laughs> as the uh, the always entertaining Sean Spicer would uh, say. Um, the Gray, I think, is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Stretch. Still need to see oh, Stretch. Everyone wants Stretch. <laughs> it's, to quote uh, my friend Cameron Carpenter, it's like if Bad Boys 2 got punched in the face by Holy Motors. Mm-hmm. And it's just... You gotta watch it. It's on Netflix. It never made it to theaters because right. they pulled the um, the release for they, they 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 weren't gonna make any money off it. Right. But it was really weird how that was handled. And um, Joe Carnahan brings like a remarkable energy to his movies too. And he's a very underrated action director. And listening to him and Frank Grillo talk to Collider about their their ideas for the movie, you, I was getting a little excited. Right. But then I'm always like, at least it's not like a soulless remake. Why? Yeah. Like they're clearly excited for it and. They brought up a good point, like, yeah, they're not traditional Hollywood. Like, mm-hmm. oh, here's a movie that made a lot of money, so we're going to make it over here now. They're the guys who have to fight to make something. Right. And so I think the fact that they're putting their time and effort into it says something about it. But at the end of the day, I still don't know. Yeah. You know, like, we we got to see what, what comes next. Definitely. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, last <laughs> thing on that news, they said they they briefly mentioned Iko Ues, who was the star of the original two raids. And we're like, uh, Frank Grillo and him worked on a, a movie, Beyond Skyline, a sequel to oh. the infamous 2010 Skyline, the first movie I ever watched at midnight. Okay. Um, did you fall asleep? I did not, but I wondered why I watched it. Uh, and they re- they became friends on that project, Beyond Skyline, and and so they talked about it, and maybe, maybe not have a role for him in this adaptation or reimagining of the raid. Interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, uh, The Batman. Has a director again after oh. losing Ben Affleck, <laughs> and it's Matt Reeves. That was I was really excited for that. Um, that's probably been like um, this is the best news I heard coming from DC <laughs> in like years. And I really, yeah, I really dig Matt Ray Matt by Reeves. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Mm-hmm. Darn it. Um, you know, Cloverfield's great. You know, let let me in. Yeah, uh, his remake of, of Let the Right One In. Yeah, yeah. let me in is just amazing. I just saw it. Like a couple months ago, and you know, as part of the Apes movies, I just like well, just as one, but you know, War looks really good, but uh, yeah, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is just you know, just awesome, and you know, um, amazing filmmaker. I'm really excited to see what he does. Um, you know, Batman's my favorite superhero, so it seems like it's in good hands. Just anyone's more competent than Zack Snyder, though, <laughs> than Zack Snyder, so. Um, yeah, I'm really, really digging that. Um, I think he came back because, well, it's just rumored at this point. They gave him full creative control. So, you know, we won't have Batman killing anyone. Probably not. I think he seems like a fan. Yeah, um, uh, well, I don't like that interpretation of Batman. Right. I still don't think that was the problem with the movie. Right. You know, like, I'm a very big Batman Returns fan. And he, like... Well, up a warehouse full of villains in there. Yeah, well, you know what? It's just like everyone knows Batman doesn't kill. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, five-year-olds, you know, like regular regular people, uh, you know, uh, civ- uh, tribes in like third world <laughs> countries that haven't made contact with civilization knows Batman doesn't kill. But, you know, like Zack Snyder just didn't care. So, <laughs> Oh, well, know. as for the Matt Reeves news, yeah, yeah I'm a huge fan. Cloverfield... I mean, we're just talking about a bunch of people I'm a big fan of today, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, and The is one of my favorite movies also. Um, I think that's one of the best uses of digital cameras as well. Right. And just digital yeah. and... Um, found footage. Found footage, yeah, yeah. Just really great stuff there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his whole filmography so far is just like win, 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 win. Even The Pole Bear? Actually, I haven't seen that one. So I can't... I, can't. I haven't seen it. The, the Pole Bear. I didn't it's even... like his first movie he did. Oh, okay. Like way back when? Like in the 90s, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. It has... Uh, Cloverfield to has, now. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of everything he's done. It has David Schwimmer. Uh, I... Really quick. Oh, okay. Uh, what would you like to see in a Batman movie? Uh, uh, the Batman? Um, you know, I, I. it seems like it's kind of... It seems like it's uh, Deathstroke is a villain. Um, rumored is um, all the Arkham... It's like an asylum breakout, um, but like just regardless of that. Yeah, regardless. What would you want to see? I would really want to see um, like villains we haven't seen before, or that's gotten the spotlight, like Black Mask, because Batman has like such a great rogues gallery. I mean, that's. I mean, he's, I think he has the best. He's got the best one. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd, I'd really want to see like Black Mask, 
like because he's he's a really interesting villain you know mm-hmm. um well gotham city sirens might have him. yeah so yeah. I mean, he could that could be his introduction mm-hmm. but uh i would want to see like mr freeze done again like because it's because you know the thing with uh this new batman is it's not bogged down in reality as much as the nolan movies were because mm-hmm. there were a lot of villains they could not use like man bat in their thing yeah They're like oh i'd love to I'd see want, i would want to see man yeah. But yeah, they couldn't use like anything so far out. So I don't want to see like all the Batman villains like you wouldn't see in an Nolan movie like Mister Freeze again, mm-hmm. Man Bat, um, Ventriloquist, and Scarface. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, Hush. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a good one. Um, Trying to think of some really was it like crazy villains he has. Ah uh, oh, darn it. Uh, Condiment King. Condiment. No, I still haven't seen up. the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, but, Condiment yeah. King's in there. Yeah, you know, just uh, just really out there, villain like Doctor Phosphorus or something, you know, mm-hmm. just just go crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to see them like just go crazy with yeah. it. I guess. For me, I I want to see and him not killing anyone. Yeah, force for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on board with the no killing thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just open to it if it's a good movie, basically. Right. Uh, I I want to see a more like intrinsically comic book mm-hmm. Gotham City. Right. You know, I want to see like Gotham with the Red Sky. Yeah. And I'd like for it to revolve yeah. around him reconnecting with what's left of the Bat family. Right. While oh, starting, okay. while introducing new members, you know. Maybe not Damian Wayne yet, because one thing at a time, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'd like for these new Batman movies to be about his family and his, right. you know, his connection to people through mm-hmm. Batman, you know. Yeah. Like he's, a, we all get, he's like brooding loner, right. but like, he really just wants a family. Yeah. Or if he day. goes through an arc, that's better than Martha. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I, I also hold that's, the idea behind that scene yeah, no, is, is good. But execution. Just, uh, execution bad. Okay, so. Right. Uh, and then the next thing, we had a couple trailers drop the day before recording this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one up, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I think. Is it the last trailer? Or uh, I think it's, they're probably going to do another trailer. Okay, oh yeah, we're still kind of far away. Yeah. Um, one, it looks like the first Marvel movie in a while to have really good color grading. <laughs> the yeah. colors really pop uh, yeah. they're using the red 8k camera which right. is just it, it looks really good yeah um uh, it looks fun we don't really know much about the plot but it seems like uh what's her face is a villain yeah i i can't i her name elizabeth debecky yeah i think and she's yeah she's though the same race that adam warlock's from from the comics yeah i forgot her name they're genetically perfect Spartac- i believe Spart- no no she's not. they're not the spartax no um okay but yeah she seems to be the villain but what are you saying yeah uh, it, it never dawned on me until recently. Oh, it's Aisha. That I, Aisha, yeah, that's yeah. right. That even though Ego is in the movie mm-hmm. as Kurt Russell, um, I just assumed he would be the villain. No right. one ever said, yeah. oh, Ego, the living planet, that's the villain for a movie. They just said he's in it. Right. And so, like, it just, like, it hit me, and I was like, oh, wow, I never just, never thought about that. And then, um, I like the idea that they set up with the villain. It's just a little brief line in the trailer where they're like, oh, we're gonna purge the galaxy of this, like, uh, like distraught stuff, and, like, because they're, like, physically perfect beings, mm-hmm. but maybe they're not, um, they don't have emotions to be, like, damaged and such. Yeah. I think that's an interesting idea. Like, um, oh, yeah, you got, how do you contrast these asshole superheroes with another villain, you know, you don't mm. you don't need another Ronin, you don't need another being of pure evil, right? And so, I don't know, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, I, I never never thought of that. Yeah, dig it. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, plot's been kind of secret, but we got like a lot of hints. I mean, yeah, it looks it looks really cool. Um, see ego, like first look at him mm-hmm. was you know it's interesting. Um, I think he's just like a uh, oh Kurt Russell is he's just like an avatar for him yeah i think yeah. that that was a thing and then there's a line in uh i think the comic-con trailer where drax asks if he has a penis or something like that <laughs> Did he? yeah if anyone went to comic-con okay. and saw I, that i haven't I yeah haven't let me know yeah. um but no it looks really cool um yeah just everything about it just like you know wowed me um yeah i'm just really interested in like you know uh Aisha, but also uh the ravagers yeah they're supposed to have an even bigger part in this one yeah and i was surprised that that they even like were so present in the first mm. one, you know? Right. So. It was cool to see them actually be the villains, I guess. Because mm-hmm. they get taken over by Taserface, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, it looks like a, a movie that's doing something totally different from its predecessor, which is really what you want all sequels to do. You don't yeah. go to see the same movie again, you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah, it, it looks like good stuff. James Gunn, that guy. Mm-hmm. Stick around for a Guardians trilogy, please. Right. You know? Um, and the last trailer we're going to talk about before we move on to things Alien Covenant 
The prologue mm, and the, um, the official trailer. Mm-hmm. The prologue. The first supper. Uh, it said it was the directed, last supper. Last supper. It said it was directed by Tony Scott. I mean, uh, Ridley Scott's son. Uh, oh. Rest in peace, Tony Scott. Sorry. And um, I knew. Yeah, the, you dire- saw, the director of Morgan. Yeah, you didn't oh. like that. I haven't seen it. I, mean, I saw I, it I like my screening. I saw it like as as a a studio uh, screening, like where they uh, test screening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like a year before it came out, and it was just. They were like, oh, yeah, it's not a finished show, you know, be easy night, but it still was fucking terrible. Okay. <laughs> it was um, absolutely terrible. But they look like snippets, like, from the actual movie? hmm I think he just edited it. Yeah, it seems right? like it was really okay, edited yeah. heavy. And th- yeah, the editing was a little He's, choppy. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of liked it. It was very... No, it's... a lot of tension. Um, it does something really well, where it just shows these guys, these people being people. Yeah. You know? Like you, you get a little snippet about each and every one of them. Uh, I like that there's uh, a gay couple on mm-hmm. the ship, gays in space. Oh, I didn't Hell catch yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. uh, Damien Bichir. Okay. Uh, and whoever he's with, they're they're a couple. Okay. Uh, oh, that makes me very happy. I'm like, wait a second. I thought this was like a colonial colony, so maybe they're like in charge because they can't reproduce. Yeah, obviously. But I don't know. That's not a nitpick. I'm they just, could adopt. I just have a question. Yeah, you know, maybe they're adopting. <laughs> you know, that was just a question I had. They'll adopt one of the aliens. Yeah, <laughs> if they if they both survive, I'll. This is the best movie ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the trailer. What did you think of the trailer? I I really dug it. Um, you know, it was very uh, tension filled. Aliens always have the best trailers. You know, mm-hmm. when in space, no one could hear you scream. Yeah, that was such a great one. Um, yeah. Um, it looked cool. Uh, you know, you saw a lot of like, you saw more of the xenomorphs. They're not quite what we saw in. Alien and aliens, like yeah. they're there's, evolving. Yeah, That's and um, a couple things. I there's one that looks like the Deacon at the end of Prometheus. Okay. Yeah. Like it looks just like it, and I don't think it's the same one or anything. Just, I guess they're really gonna explore different types of aliens, which is something I've I wanted the franchise to do more. In Prometheus. In any alien yeah. movie, like in Aliens, you get the Queen, mm-hmm. cool. In Alien Three, you get the dog alien, cool. In Alien yeah. Resurrection, you get. Well, I'm not sure what it is, but yeah. it's weird and not cool, but whatever. Resurrection's a weird fucking movie, so this whole thing. Um, it's another can of worms. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the, the posters that they put out, too. The first one, it's the alien face, run. This one, the alien egg, hide. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to show in the next one, but I bet it's going to say scream. Or, yeah, shit your pants. Yeah, or shit your pants, yeah, because them, them xenomorphs, man. Yeah. It's like the movie villain for me. Uh, I can talk about alien all day. So we should move on. Uh, I believe we have an interview segment mm-hmm. with Danny Miki. Yes. Gene. Yeah. I had a, I uh, interviewed him at Long Beach Comic Con this last September, and we were talking about All Star Batman, which is a great run by Scott Snyder. So check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, and we'll be right back. Awesome. So hi, this is Gene Versa. I'm here at Long Beach Comic Con at the Here Initiative booth. I'm with Danny Miki, the current eaker of Bat- All Star Batman. How you doing, Danny? Fine, how you doing? Doing pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> so Danny, oh sorry? Return the question right back down. <laughs> there you go. Um, so Danny, uh, you know, bat, you, know uh, you, Scott, and Greg, you uh, finished uh, 51 issues and we're on All-Star Batman, we relaunched. What's been, um, like, uh, um, what's been the coolest aspect of working on, like, All-Star? I think the fact that he's not in Gotham, where it's actually like a road trip. Uh, I love road trips, so, uh, anything when you're looking at like scenic uh, desert roads, a cafe in the you know out of the blue, like a little diner and stuff like that, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So this right now is it's just a wild ride, and um, this I just call I just it a road guys. trip from hell. From hell. Right. It's so, exciting. Kind of Mad Max this. Yeah, kind of Mad Max this. Yeah, on the road, run on the run. Oh, so trees, lakes. Very cool. <laughs> Batman in the day, right? Yeah. When was the last time you know you seen that? <laughs> um, and the relaunch it brought back Two Face, who we haven't really seen for a while. Um, it's like Scott's first uh, like Two Face story was it, and he's a little different this time. Can you talk about uh, Two Face? I think the transition of him with longer hair, and and I mean I just found out that he because he was shot I suppose, um, so they did say to make him a little bit more gritted up and messed up, and I didn't completely understand why, but I just like the transformation of him from knowing from what he looked like before, 
like in a nice suit, you picture a nice clean cut. But this one, he has hair as long, he's a little bit more crazy, radical, more evil eye. So it's just a little more, um, I don't know, out of the box for Two-Face for me to eat. Because he's long hair, you know, and one side's kind of all fried up. I get it, like Two-Face is, but it, it seems like it's a little bit more fried than kind of like radioactive messed up or, or you know, kind of like this disformation. It's more like fried, kind of. And the way Dean colors them too, it looks like it's like lava or something. Yeah. It's kind of jacked up. Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of cool. And we're back. Okay, so let's talk about the Oscars. Oscars, <laughs> do they matter? Are we dead? Why is Donald Trump president? <laughs> is he? Can is dogs he... look up? Yeah. Questions. They, they can look up. They can look up. Yeah. Yes, that's just a. Uh, is Donald Trump dead right now? Uh, it's it's just I hate my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Oscars were okay. I'm happy with most of the things that won. Mm -hmm. I think La La Like, do you mean the ceremony or like... The ceremony was okay. The, okay. the movies the awards were given to, for the most part, I'm like, sure. Then Suicide Squad comes <laughs> in. And like, why did that win? Well, what, 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 a, what a time to be alive. Suicide Squad and Oscar winning movie. I hate everything. <laughs> uh, but... I, I get the La La Land backlash. Back, backlash. Backlash. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with it. But yeah, I, I, I get it. Well, it's, I think, it's a device I, of time. I yeah, think. I don't. I think it's just like a cool thing now to like hate on like the front runner, you know. Like for the most part, um, you know, it's just well, no. Like, I don't. I don't I, this year is very different because I would sort of agree with that. Okay. But I think this year the the circumstances surrounding the entire like world at the okay. moment it comes across as like literally black versus white right you know and both of the, the movies the directors are very are good friends yeah you know damien chazelle and barry jenkins and they nice both guy. made i think very good movies I think yeah Moonlight they're both is better yeah um but there's you know that's not what those movies are about la la land well sure I, I wish there were more people of color in the cast it's not right it's not a white supremacist movie or anything <laughs> even yeah. though uh it's a it's an old feel-good hollywood throwback movie. yeah like uh listening to damien chazelle talk about it in one of the director's rounds up mm -hmm. um he mentions like being inspired by the technicolor musicals but like obviously he couldn't afford to make like the technicolor like visuals because of their budget so yeah like, he that's why he shot it in la because la has a very technicolor sky yeah um and then moonlight obviously it's mm. fucking incredible. It's a great film. Like, introspective look at uh, this young man's life and mm -hmm. like the effects of toxic masculinity and right. identity and just fantastic yeah, it's, stuff. It's a great, it's a great, great film. Yeah. They're both, they're both great films. Yeah. So in a way, I kind of love one. I love the snafu because it's like just the funniest awkward thing for, ever. Yeah. For a time, they both won. For a time, they both won. <laughs> and I forgot where I read it, but someone put like. Uh, for Best Picture winner yeah. is La La Land for a minute and 35 seconds. Yeah. And then Moonlight right under it. It's like, do we beat Truman? Yeah. Um, I I think it's actually kind of great now. Like, it was a funny situation, like not for everyone involved, but it was great how <laughs> they ended up sharing a stage. It's like, yeah. which one will win? Which one's the better movie? Well, they both won at one point. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. That's, that's hilarious. And then even the Variety Story, right. Barry Jenkins and Damien Chazelle shared the cover. Which is something that doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean that's cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just I don't know. I feel like people, um, people are just like hate, like hating on it, like as like a, like a comp like a competition sort of thing, like mm -hmm. like uh, going for like uh, the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Like they view it like as like a like a Super Bowl yeah. like event, and like it's like competitive, and it's like they want to like just hate on like the front runner because it's the front runner without mm -hmm. really appreciating the movie. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's that's a lot of it. Sometimes I feel... I feel that can yeah. be there. This time, I think uh -huh. there were a lot of other factors. Of yeah, sure. Given political climates yeah. and whatnot. And it, it wasn't, and it wasn't terrible, like The Revenant. Like yeah, you know, year. I think... Because um, it's, it's a really if good If it was one. like... Like, look, if it was like Hacksaw Ridge versus Moonlight, that's a <laughs> yeah. totally different story. Because I, I talked you about... You saw it. Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. I did watch it, and I, I didn't like you, it. You hated I, it. I, you know what? No, I didn't hate it. I hated... the I hate Mel Gibson. I, oh, I hate Mel Gibson, <laughs> yeah. but... He's made some of my favorite stuff. Right. So it's like he's a good director. Yeah. I talked about Douchebag. it on Real Film Chatter. Yeah. We had a good discussion, like separating the art from the artist. Mm -hmm. Like, because you could like Woody Allen movies. Yeah, you but can you like just don't like Woody Allen. Yeah, and also it's okay to just not want to watch them. You know, yeah. like what do you think of this movie? Well, it's directed by a piece of shit who told his wife to get uh, assaulted. Uh, and, yeah, like, it's, it's, uh, you can't say that. I'm not going to say anything yeah. about it. 
uh, phrasing wise. He's a, he's a terrible. He's shit. a piece of shit. Yeah. And so if someone doesn't want to participate in watching any of his work, okay, yeah, I mean, I won't. Yeah. yeah. I won't tell him I, that I, 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 you can't really make an argument. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's more like, of that a would preference. be totally different, you know, yeah. or like a legitimate like hateful piece of human garbage versus bundle of joy and sunshine Barry Jenkins. Yeah, he's in that. Have you seen like? Uh, him going through the criteria. Yes, dude. That's like I felt like I was like right there talking to him. Yeah, I was like he's, yeah. He's oh a, my god, he's a cool dude. I bet he likes bad boys too. Maybe I don't know. He shot Probably. Moonlight in Miami, where he's from. Uh, no, okay. Uh, but yeah, that was a good ending okay. to a very solemn kind of dull award show. Yeah, I, I didn't think Jimmy Kimmel did bad. He just didn't do anything remarkable. Yeah, the Matt Damon stuff always makes me laugh for whatever reason. Mm. Yeah, he wow. tweeted Donald Trump, which was cool. Yeah, uh, but and um, I, I didn't like the joke he made about I don't remember specifically the the wording he used, mm-hmm. but um, like uh, foreign names and like haha, it's funny. Like you couldn't pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely recall that. Yeah, I was like, I, I just don't think those kind of jokes are funny. It's like yeah. it's someone's name, you know, like kind of juvenile. Yeah, yeah. Who is who is the host last year? It was like Neil Patrick Harris. No, I think he was the year before. Chris Brown was the Chris host Brown. last year. I think Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris Rock. Oh, Chris Rock. Chris oh Rock, my God. Yeah. Chris Brown Chris was Rock there. Was awesome. I would have not watched. Chris Rock was good. Yeah, Chris Rock was good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was just Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Uh, could have been worse. Could have been Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, I actually wish the show was more politically charged. It felt kind of safe. Yeah. It was like actually. Safe. Yeah. You know, that well, was surprising to me. Yeah, sure. Given the year we've had, and it's yeah. only February, or March, it's March, actually. Yeah, it's March. Oh, my God. Yeah. It feels like it's been 20 years. Yeah, more or less. But um, yeah. Um, any other going going back towards um, I don't know. I was pretty satisfied with all the winners for the most part. Obviously, you know, not two sides quad winning because Star Trek Beyond did an amazing job. Yeah, they created fifty new 50 alien different designs. aliens. Fuck. And like, look, man. If Suicide Squad had legitimately good makeup, we'd be saying like, yeah, you know, the movie was shit, but mm-hmm. the good makeup and Killer Croc looks cool. Right. Uh, they got face paint on properly onto two actors, and yeah, yeah that's it. That's, well, yeah, that's you know, really what I, was, I was telling you earlier. The thing with Cooler Croc is like, yeah, he's a good design, but he's under like a fucking. It's like the Godzilla thing where it's like he's in the movie, but you don't. He's like under. Oh, that's totally different. Okay. Don't even. Okay, sorry. But you know, he's wearing like a jacket. He's wearing like a hoodie. He's like you can't even see the makeup. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, um, yeah, that was the only thing where it was like scratching my head, like really, yeah. that. And I can't believe in short film live action seeing one over Silent Night. <laughs> no, I didn't see any of the short films. <laughs> you know, you never see anyone like, oh, that was a big short film upset. Mm-hmm. Really, I, mean, I want to see them. Uh, I think mm-hmm. there needs to be a way to make those like more readily available. Yeah, I'm sure uh, some know. theaters play it. But like, yeah, I yeah. wish more theaters did that. Yeah, like that'd be cool. be cool. Like uh, a while ago, people were suggesting the Marvel films, totally right. different caliber, obviously. But yeah. uh, the Marvel films play their Marvel one shots before their movies. Like, right, right. who wouldn't want to see that? You yeah. know, Pixar yeah. does that. Yeah. Um. Let's go through the categories. Um. Animated feature. Zootopia one. I was okay. I I, I mean, think Zootopia. I, I love Zootopia. I love Moana and Kubo a lot more though. Okay. So I like Moana's really stuck with me. Zootopia. Good gateway to talking about race relations and uh, gender politics for kids, but mm-hmm. I, I think Moana does the the same thing about gender politics, right? Um, in a way that doesn't make it the text of the movie; it's a subtext of the movie, right? And I th- I found that more impressive actually, yeah, definitely. And also, I just I love that that fantasy shit, right. you know. So yeah. and the songs are so good. Uh, production design, wall in one. Yeah, good. Uh, I really think Hail Caesar. Had... Oh, Hail Caesar! Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, it's good. Okay. It had good production design. Yeah. You know, like. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Visual effects was Jungle Book. Yeah, I I think that's I a think, good one. Yeah. Uh, the whole well, thing's like digital effects, and it doesn't right. feel like doesn't it. Doesn't feel like it. I think Even they if you can, like, they tell. filmed it all in the studio. Yeah. And, like, Zach downtown Snyder LA style. or something. No, look, it's you know it's not real mm-hmm. but it feels real yeah and that's important yeah, yeah. um i was kind of rooting for rogue one because they brought grand moff tarkin who's been dead for like yeah 20 years I, back I, didn't to think, life. I didn't think they did a very good job oh. of that though either so 
The, the technology. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm like number one Rogue One fan alongside you. The, but. Yeah, the technology I feel is like one step away from being perfect. It's come a long way since no, it's come a long way no, since it has Tron Legacy. A, it has come a long way. Like where's well, Facebook? I don't think like it should have happened at all. Is what my thing is. I they, think they, 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 they had just they recast. had the okay for the estate. Doesn't make it uh, okay. It still looks bad. I think. I think it, I think it looks fine. I, I saw it like four times. Yeah. It it opens a whole floodgates of things. Oh, that I'm right. sure we're gonna see a lot more of okay. in the future. Uh, film editing hash Sawridge. Eh. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, Moonlight or La La Land, I thought. I, I felt, um, yeah, La La Land had really strong editing. Um, mm-hmm. Hell or High Water. That's some really cool cuts. Um, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I, I liked Hell or High Water. That was a good one. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is good. I will leave it at that. Yeah, uh, Moonlight, like, uh, the scene with, um, was the scene where he just gets beat up? He, it's like, has his, like, face in the ice, and he just <laughs> got beat up, and then, like... You know, you like you're you're cutting. You cut like doesn't it cut back from like him getting? He goes to the school or something. I'm trying to remember that scene. The way that 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 scene, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really impressive. And I think what a lot of it is, we don't we don't have a lot of time. So yeah, to keep yeah, going. But um, what makes Moonlight so special in every category is mm-hmm. that uh, Barry Jenkins. He he talks about this in the same interview with. Uh, Damien Giselle, yeah. he studied a lot of foreign films, you know? Right, like, yeah. To watch different techniques and to learn how to make movies, like, differently. Mm-hmm. Like, not so, it's just, it's not that it's cookie-cutter to make American style, but, like, just yeah. he studied a lot of uh, Wong Kar Wai. Okay. Yeah, I think. And, yeah, and so, it's, it's it different. feels yeah. different. It's, okay. just, it's like, I heard it called the first foreign American film, <laughs> which I thought was okay. very interesting. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, um, what else one, uh... Cinematography, Walland. Uh, I I really wish it had been Moonlight, yeah. and just to, to show how strong. I kind of wanted Simmons, Silence. I, I still need to watch Silence. Good... I'm, it's a Martin Scorsese movie. I'm not gonna argue. It's okay, like, no one saw yeah. it. I know like five people made five dollars. Yeah. Um, to show how strong the cinematography is in Moonlight, and how like what a, di- a good director can do for you. It's the same cinematographer who did Tusk. So <laughs> okay. All right, let's. Uh, yeah. Let's not, okay, we're going to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, La La Land. I felt for original song and soundtrack. I think it was well deserved. The the songs in Moana were, were okay. Like, well, for soundtrack, jam. sure. No, like soundtrack and score. Yeah, like, I, I think both. I think Moana had to be the best. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I don't know. I have to look at the. I have to listen to the Moana soundtrack again. You're gonna be humming it for days. Uh, no, I saw Moana. No. Um, writing, uh, Manchester by Sea, I think, really deserved it. I haven't seen it yet, but even people that, like, didn't like the movie uh, have commented on how, like, um, how unique the script is. Yeah, I think, uh, they post, I think, uh, I think I have, I downloaded the script, it's, like, they're, uh, he writes it where it's, like, half of the page, um, if two characters are talking, like, he'll literally, like, like, put, like, their, uh, their their character talking like in like the same space they're just like divided so like they're in the same pro and everything and it's mm-hmm. like yeah i think he he's a really good writer kenneth plugrin so i i think he deserved it i and there's a day where i just need to watch that and margaret back to back yeah cuz i've heard good things right um adapted screenplay moonlight yay yeah. Yeah. It deserved yeah um Go to supporting actress and actor. Um, yeah, Mar- Mahershala. Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. He, yeah, his, he, his full name's longer. He was barely like in that movie for thirty minutes, and like he oh, left I mean, such a good impression. Yeah. Like you miss him for the rest of the movie. Yeah, because I mean it's it's divided into three perfect acts. Yeah, you know, and, his presence uh, is felt. Yeah, definitely, and it. Yeah, that that guy had a great twenty sixteen. Yeah. He was this Luke Cage. Right. Uh, he was in House of Cards again. He, I didn't yeah. see it, but. He, that's where I first saw him. Yeah, he he deserved that. Yeah, he. I was rooting for him more than anything mm-hmm. in this uh, season. And Viola but, Davis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to watch Fences. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing that. That's, it's, and, a good, it's a good movie. And Viola Davis winning a, a delayed Oscar for her Academy Award winning work in Black Hat. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, best director, I... Let me see. It was Damien Chazelle. Damien Chazelle. Uh, yeah, I mean... 
I think he did a his, good job. He did. It, I think he did a great job. I feel like his direction was sharper in Whiplash, but that's yeah. more with the the context of the movie too. Well, yeah, where La La Land's a little looser, a little right. more dreamlike. Uh, Barry Jenkins, I, I mean, Moonlight came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. So I I was rooting for him too. Um, a solid win though. Right. Solid. Yeah. Like if Mel Gibson won, I would have been like, all right, guys, yeah. like. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I think Dennis uh, Villeneuve. Or... Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, that. great work in Arrival. Arrival. Um, but yeah, I mean, they all did a good job. Except Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we just actor Casey Affleck. That's it's, uh, it's a whole like... other can of worms. But briefly, uh, I didn't see Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. I also don't think, regardless of separating art from the artist, that. People, um, whether or not they they legally committed anything wrong, they've been they've been accused of it, and yeah. so there needs to be more discussion about that than allowing them to participate in these events. Nate Parker wasn't invited to the Oscars because he was accused of the same thing. Yeah, why was Casey Affleck? You know, like I don't care how good his performance was. If right. you're a teacher and you do, you're you're accused of a heinous act like that. You're you not going to fired? be a teacher anymore. Yeah, that I think that should be applicable to any. Yeah, sure. so those are my feelings on that. Yeah, uh, actress Emma Stone. I think she did a great job. In yeah, yeah. yeah. She, no, she did good. Um, I, uh, Natalie Portman and Jackie was my yeah. my choice. Like, okay, I thought that was just beyond anything I thought she was capable of. Not yeah. that I've ever thought she was bad. Mm. Um, just right. That, that that shook me. Yeah, and we already talked about this picture. So yeah, yeah. Um, any other thoughts before we move on? Uh. God, I wish Kuba was up for more stuff, but that's just a right. personal thing. Like, at the end of the day, I don't know what else I would nominate it for, mm. like besides Best Picture, because I think it's all good components that end up making a a powerful experience. Yeah, definitely. You know, so uh, yeah, Kubo. I wish I wish was more recognized. Uh, I would have been nice to see Rogue One for cinematography. Yeah, I know there wasn't even like the nomination, but like right. that's. I, I, I was. Yeah, definitely. I cannot wait to rewatch that just and like gaze at these April, pictures. You know? April 4th, nothing on the Oh, can't wait. Buy that. Booger Hate oh, Christine yeah. come out, comes oh, out. Heck yeah. I um, never say heck, but heck yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess moving on. Yeah. Uh, which one of these do you think will stand the test of time? Um, and what else would you have liked to have been nominated? Okay. Let's just combine this. Sure. Um, I think Moonlight will definitely stand the test, test of time because it's, you know, such a unique movie um there isn't really any stories like it in uh film that you know kind of tell that unique story you know um again i like the comment that you made where it's like the first american foreign film but you know it's just different than everything else mm -hmm. so I, I think it'll you know be shown maybe 20 years 30 years from now with all the like the essential films you need to see i think so mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's totally getting Criterion Edition. Oh yeah, right. Like um, they've been um, they've been doing like movies where it's like I think they already have Camera Person. They have Camera Person, yeah. And it just came out like last year, so they're like uh, they'll so they'll put anything on there. Um, well, no, they time. won't. They won't put on Black Hat, unfortunately. Bastard. Armageddon somehow got on there. <laughs> Don't know what that's about, right? It's uh yeah yeah um okay yeah uh, agree with that. Yeah, Moonlight for sure. I think it's going to be a definitive movie. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of the the movies that was like, oh, that one best picture? Good. You know, where you don't look back like, really, that one? You know? How Green Was My Valley over Citizen yeah. Kane? Like, what? really? Yeah. Or Crash? Crash. Which is like maybe the worst best picture winner. Right. You know? Um, like, I, I, I like Spotlight winning. I didn't think it was the best movie of the year, but I, I liked it. Mm. I think it's a strong movie about important stuff that deserved recognition for yeah, its work. It was, and yeah. then Moonlight just comes out and knocks everything down. And right. You're just like, oh yeah, that's like that's that's a legitimate best picture. Yeah. Um, I really think because um, this is my opinion, I think I because I saw an early screening of it and I was really blown away by Arrival. Mm -hmm. I think Arrival because I don't I don't know how well it did. I think it did okay. It did. It did good. Yeah, I, I feel it like it's gonna be like something like Blade Runner or like. Uh, silent running or it doesn't do like that big of numbers mm -hmm. but like slowly over time it becomes like this cult like sci-fi film everyone like, oh, yeah. watches definitely I'm, I really think that'll happen for Arrival 
I think it'll stand the test of time. Yeah, I could see that. And I think it's interesting that the best movies of last year, a lot of them had to do with how we communicate with one another. (laughs) And um, who we are as people, individually or on a broader scale. Mm -hmm. And so that'd be really interesting to watch a double feature of those two. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Hell or High Water is going to, like, pick up, like, a really uh, big falling eventually. As well, because that was a really good movie. Like, I just saw that just randomly because I didn't really see any trailers for it. I'm like, I just, you know, saw it on a Sunday. Um, and yeah, it was really like Hell or High Water. You, uh, you need to see that. I have seen it. Oh, you have seen yeah, it? Yeah, okay. I, I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have any thoughts on uh, any films? Um, nice Guys Thank and you. The Witch. Oh, well, that were, uh, oh, that were nominated. That'll stand the test of time. Uh, Moonlight. Moonlight. Moonlight for sure. Uh, yeah, no. Besides that, I I think it you got a pretty good uh, list of nominees and winners. Mm-hmm. So I, I think for the most part, the ones that deserve to be remembered from this these lineups, they're they're going to be okay because they're they're actually right. that good this year. Suicide Squad. No. <laughs> I said for the most part. That's it, huh? Some sort of Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, any movie that you felt should have been nominated. The Witch. The Witch, yeah. The direction in that is so crisp and precise. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's like, dumbfounding right. to me that it wasn't nominated you for know what? Best um, Director. I think the score for that uh, should have been nominated, because that, that was, like, really haunting. Yeah, and that is. Of, like, fucking Passengers. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, what was that? What was that? Yeah, I didn't get why that was nominated. When I, when I saw that was nominated, I was like, it had music? Yeah, right. What? Like one, like I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't like passengers at all. Yeah. It's the the script is not the problem; it's the direction. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what kind of? Who decided that? Yeah. <laughs> who voted for that? I don't know. Um. Yeah, that's my that's my other big, wt. What the fuck? Yeah. No. Um. Any other movies that I felt like should have been? Um, Jackie should have got more recognition. I think. Yeah. Uh, that score also totally haunting and. It's like really cathartic and right. really, I mean, a lot of movies last year really dealt with communication, as I mentioned before, and grief. Mm. And I, that's very suitable for 2016, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a movie I really liked was uh, 20th Century One. I really, I, I wanted to watch that it's and, a, it's and really... uh, Certain Women. Yeah. Uh, and Annette Benning is really great. She should have been picked up for something. Mm. Uh, Blooding, I think maybe should have got some. Uh, Ruth Nega. Yeah. Was, well, she, uh, it was just like. Nominated, she, right? Yeah. And I, I caught her back when she was a recurring role in Misfits, that little UK show. Oh, the, yeah. The juvenile superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was really good in that. I was like, oh, I hope yeah. I see her more stuff. And yeah. now she's an Academy Award nominated actress. Yeah. Uh, Sing Street, like for songs. I want to watch that. I, it's I on heard, Netflix, dude. I heard a Drive It Like You Stole It. And I was just like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like I've never, I haven't seen the movie, and that yeah. song's just that good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm surprised that didn't get nominated. Like yeah. switch out one of the La La Land ones. La La Land's great. No, again, we're right. both fans. You don't need two songs. Yeah, you don't need two songs from the same movie. Give everyone right. a chance. Any other things? Any other? Um, things? I think the BFG. BFG. I I, I I'm surprised. Like Screenplay or something. A direction. Yeah. I thought the direction was really good. Uh, I, I'll have to link to my review again because okay. I have a lot of thoughts on that movie. Gotcha. Uh, and before we wrap up, let's... Uh, do you have any more thoughts before we cut to an interview segment? Um, no, I think, yeah. Okay. A uh, quick interview segment and then we'll just wrap up with a right. movie review of a right. movie we've seen recently. Yeah. And it's with uh, Sam Jones flash fucking Gordon. <laughs> ah. There you go. Hi, this is Gina Versa. I'm here at Long Beach Comic Con with Sam Jones from the legendary film Flash Gordon. How you doing, Sam? Good, Gene. Good, very well. Good, good. So, you know, uh, Flash Gordon, when you guys were, you know, getting right into it, when you guys were making it, you know, uh, did you did you think it was going to be this, like, huge, cold, cold film? No, I mean, not really. As an actor, when you're hired to do a project, that in itself is a big blessing. And then if it does well at the box office, or if it has any type of longevity, especially becoming a sort of cult, uh, iconic um, 
film for different uh, multi-generations, it's, it's icing on the cake. So, you know, before it was my age group and my children's age group, and now it's our, it's my children's children. It's wonderful, you know, I'll have, I'll have people come up to me, I'll have grandma, daughter, and granddaughter, you know, it's amazing, it's yeah. amazing. You know, uh, a lot of like pulp heroes, there's, uh, you know, like Flash Gordon or like Buck Rogers, uh, Doc Savage, uh, they've been trying to make, you know, films of, you know, them for a couple years now, like yeah. they've been trying to do a Doc Savage movie. And, you know, Flash Gordon is probably the only, like, modern, uh, you know, like, pulp hero that's gotten, like, a film. Like, why do you, uh, why do you think um, you guys were so, like, you know, successful in getting it made or, you know, it uh, resonated? Well, I think Flash Gordon, uh, one of the few superheroes who does not have any superpowers. You know, he's, he's the go-to guy. You call him, uh, you know, when, when tyranny is coming in and, and abusing or taking advantage of any innocence. He's the go-to guy. He comes in and he neutralizes the, the threat or and or the nemesis. And I think a lot of similarities, similarities between me personally. I'm a former Marine. I'm, I'm known as the go-to guy in my family and, and in my circle of friends. And so, yeah, and I, I think nowadays, uh, I think it, its longevity keeps going and going because I think the, the youth of America might be a little bit confused. Yeah. You know, they're thinking bad is good and good is bad. Well, Flash Gordon is that example traditional, traditionally of what good is and what good should be at all times. And, and it should not be tainted and it should not be perverted. Definitely. And one last question for you. Yeah. The, uh, the last shot of uh, Flash Gordon, I was like uh, listening to the commentary or reading. Oh, yeah. I think it was um, the director, or uh, no one knew what to have that last shot on set, and you came up with the idea of doing that. Uh, oh, the uh, jump. Yeah, what? Yeah, were you thinking of anything else, or like what inspired that, I guess? Well, the fact the camera was above my head, so I had to, I had to jump up in the camera. That was really it, you know? <laughs> okay. Cool, cool. So thank you, Sam, so right, much Gene. for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, appreciate it. About to wrap up. Gene, what movie have you seen recently? Lego Batman, which is awesome because Batman doesn't kill anyone. <laughs> but uh, no, you know, it's, it's like a really fun, like, you know, uh, movie for everyone. Like, it's not just a kid's movie. You know, it's just like, just, you know, a fun movie. Um, you know, uh, they handled, like, the war of Batman really good. Um, you know, you have, like, all these characters from, like, Condiment King to, like, Joker to even... Like Voldemort or something. Oh really? Oh shit! I ruined what? that. Right? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, he's it's my fault. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but you know, they they just they get Batman really well. They understand him well. Um, you know, Will Arnett's great as Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's a really good thing. Uh, maybe like one or two critiques was like, I think Batman in the movie has existed for a while, but he's barely met. He's barely have a. He barely has a Robin, and there's no Batgirl, and like he's. You know what I mean? Okay, like minor thing. It's not yeah. real like issue. It's just right. like uh, something that bothered you. Yeah, a little and then just kind of uh, like Batgirl. She's not. She doesn't really have a secret identity. She's just like Barbara Gordon. Just puts on a costume and just goes out. Hmm. You know, I guess it's a Lego world, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> just like I don't know, it just kind of bugged me. Okay, I see. I see. Um, I watched the almost white savior movie, The Great Wall, with Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a I'm a fan of uh, director Zhang, mm -hmm. who's done such movies as Raise the Red Lantern, Hero, uh, House of Flying Daggers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hero is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and it is super dumb and super fun and super colorful. Few directors use color as vibrantly as he does. Like the climax of the movie takes place in like uh, a building constructed with a lot of stained glass windows mm -hmm. and it's just gorgeous yeah. you know uh it's it's super dumb and, and sometimes too dumb and right. it feels not compromised like it's it's a perfect mesh business-wise of east and west interests right, right the problem is, is it was just marketed as a white savior movie <laughs> and people yeah. are right to be upset about that but yeah when you watch the movie matt damon and his uh, European counterparts, uh -huh. like, they're clearly, like, the butt of the joke. Like, they're just stinky, smelly. Like, it's on, like, bathe before you go talk to the <laughs> Chinese officers. Yeah. And the Chinese, like, it almost, 
I've, I've read a couple uh, critiques where they discuss like, oh, like it's kind of leans into Chinese propaganda at some points. So it's like, oh yeah, it turns out it's not a white savior movie. Mm. It's actually Chinese propaganda. Right. Uh, well, which, need, they need to make that money in China. Yeah, and it is making money in China. Just not making money here. Yeah. Um, Did pretty bad. Tianjin, the, who is basically the main actress in the movie. It's like, that's like the Makomori role. Right. If I had to compare it to something, right? Obviously, Makomori is Japanese. Tianjin is Chinese. Um, she gets the arc in the movie. Like, it's her, it's her hero's journey. And then Matt Damon is anything. He's like the Han Solo. Okay. But it's like if you open Star Wars with Han Solo and then met Luke later. Yeah. So it's, it's like weird. Does he have an arc? Yeah. Um, yeah. Where he's like, oh, we're going to steal black powder. It's gunpowder. Right? And they yeah. use it for explosives. Uh, and that's how they fight the aliens. Oh, yeah. They're aliens, the by aliens the way, I think. From the ground. From that the crash and the earth. Like, it's this parable about and greed and such. And, like, a, a greedy emperor sure. awoke them. It's weird. It's a weird fucking movie. Um, and his arc is like, oh, I haven't... You hear it in the trailer, it's kind of bullshit there, but in the movies, I have I fought for greed and power and kings and for false gods, but now I'm fighting for, like, humanity. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it, there's rough spots along the way, but he has a clear arc. Right. Uh, the rest of the European cast is, like, useless. Right. So I was surprised by that. Like, okay. dude, just kill him off and set the stakes <laughs> that way, or, or don't have them at all. Yeah. And then there's still the question that pertains, like, should they have been in the movie at all if it's a Chinese production? I think, uh... So, Someone said that, oh, I think, were you talking about, like, historically? Historically, no, I mean, uh, the Western culture did try to take a lot. Yeah, so it which, I makes mean, that, sense. Even not even historically, like, that's just happening, like, still. Yeah. So, um, but, like, in a, it's a fictional world with monster aliens, so. Right, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think, the, uh, no, I think the question could still exist. Okay. And I think it works in the movie, just not as well as it could have. Yeah. In terms of, like, parables. But, yeah. uh, I, I liked it, and I didn't expect that. You know, so there you go. I won't tell anyone to go watch it, but I liked it. You personally liked it. I personally liked Fair it. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, cool. All right, uh, let's wrap up. Gene, where can people find you? you can find me at uh, Gene nine eight nine two on Twitter, Instagram, on uh, Facebook. You could go on my uh, Facebook page. We own nothing films. All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Diego Waffles, President Diego. Long story. Um, uh, yeah. Instagram, Dago yeah. Waffles. Uh, we talk movies. Audiences everywhere. Yeah. Uh, my first posts on Talk Film Society just went up today at mm -hmm. the time of this recording for uh, an obituary of sorts for the Hellboy duology and uh, Del Toro's fascination with monsters and identity and fun stuff. So check that out too. And yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, like, subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't like it, like, subscribe anyways because you might find something that you do like. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? No. All right. We've been professionally unprofessional. Hey.